We are joined in this segment by uh, the president and CEO of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce, Chris Hembro. Good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And yourself? Yeah, doing very well. Very Excellent. well. Thanks for having us on today. You bet. No problem. I know this has been uh, just as trying for you as it has been for the businesses, but there have been some pretty positive flashes or silver lining, I guess, out of the COVID. Are you encouraged by the recent cooperation between the restaurants and the city regarding outdoor dining? And do you think that that could uh, open up the cavalcade for more city business cooperation? Yeah, you know, it's 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 always encouraging. You know, how often do we all hear conversations about how... Uh, difficult it can be to work it to work with various units of government or municipalities and and i have to say i you know golly the the year the timing of this year has been you know completely out of whack right because of covid 19 as i try to remember back uh that was when we moved into phase three uh if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. late may um and i just remember um talking with businesses uh, especially some of the downtown restaurants, uh, the mayor reaching out to us immediately to see what we could do to help assist moving things along as rapidly as possible once the announcement was made because there was a short time frame uh, before uh, those restaurants could open up for outdoor dining. And so it was um, it, it was really encouraging. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll continue to see uh, great working relationships uh, with units of government, you know, with the city of Springfield, with the county and so on and so forth, especially in these times, it is, uh, it is critical because so many businesses uh, are still struggling uh, to make their way through. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the the cooperation that was reported to me by some of the businesses I talked to was just like amazing questions. Like the city, instead of uh, throwing red tape or whatever, they're going like, what do you want to do? Draw it up and let's see if we can make it happen. We'll make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Make it work. You know, and, I and, love that. And attitude. I have to say the, the, the public works department, uh, all the things they were doing to, to assist with getting jersey barriers in place for outside dining and you know on, on the on the actual streets and it, they just they really did do a uh, uh, a good job, uh, very cooperative and and um, assisting folks that like your experience that I spoke with. President and CEO Chris Hembro of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Chris, we know a number of restaurants have shut down. Are other businesses in danger? And how many businesses locally might we lose before all this is done? Yeah, you know, I guess a couple things I would say. First of all, it is always uh, disheartening to see a business close, no matter uh, whether they've been open for a month, uh, a year, 10 years, 20, 30, 40 years. It is so disheartening, and nobody wants to see any businesses close. But uh, I saw a piece done by by your Greg Bishop uh, in the Center Square, I think, earlier this week, uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday, uh, where he was talking with the Illinois Retail uh, Merchants Association, Rob Carr, about the restaurants and retail sector. And uh, I think Rob's words were, we're hanging on, uh, you know, life support. Uh, we're just buying time. And so many businesses are struggling to keep their doors open, especially uh, in that sector, those in the hospitality industry. So uh, we hate to see folks close uh, I have talked with a number of our members who are, uh, I'll put it this way, hanging on by a thread. Uh, I would never share that information. You know, it's it's not very often that you see local business owners and entrepreneurs publicly talk about uh, their worries or their struggles. Um, 
And uh, so that kind of information is always discussed in, in confidence. So whatever we can do, you know, if there's ever a time for us to support local business, it's now. We are the people, the citizenry, who can help in times like this by supporting our local uh, our local businesses. I know the chamber had a business assistance program early on during the pandemic. I, I think that's got used up pretty quickly, if I don't, if I recall. Um, yeah, our- right out of the gate, it was boy. I think we were the the week of the initial stay at home yeah. order back around March twentieth or so. Uh, the chamber seeded our business relief fund with fifteen thousand dollars, and then we raised additional monies uh, from members and and uh, other individuals. We ended up granting. Uh, Grants up to two thousand dollars to thirty-eight Sangamon County businesses. I will say this: uh, I think of those thirty-eight, uh, about seventy-five percent of those were given to non-members of the chamber uh, businesses. That, yeah. that uh, and so we felt like what a great opportunity for us to serve our business community uh, as a whole. And uh, we had over seventy-five applications for funding, but we did pretty quickly use that money. Now the intent of that was for those. $2,000 grants to act as a lifeline to get folks from the initial stay-at-home order uh, to the point where they could uh, apply for and hopefully receive some of the other funding that was available through a number of other programs, either nationally or statewide. Um, and there are still a number of those programs available. So we have used up all of our monies because they were intended to, to be that kind of bridge to the sure. next funding sources. Uh, but there are still a number of those that are open and available. Yeah, and, are, and uh, how critical is it going to be to get that next funding source? Well, I think for a lot of our businesses, it's, you know, it's the difference between keeping their doors open and, and closing them permanently. So, uh, so many, as I said, and as I referenced uh, the piece that uh, that your Greg Bishop did with uh, Rob Carr, they're just barely hanging on. So they're there are probably a lot more businesses in that position than a lot of folks uh, really consider or think about. So we we have on our website, uh, by the way, as we talk about this, uh, on the very front page, uh, home, home page of our website, uh, various funding opportunities that are out there, like the Paycheck Protection Program, um, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. Both of those are still open. There's been a lot of reporting on the Paycheck Protection Program. That program's just been extended until August 8th for folks to make application, and there's still over, well over $100 billion remaining in the program. Uh, and so I would encourage folks, if they, if they haven't applied, to get with their local lender, their banking relationship, and apply. Um, it's based on payroll numbers, and I mean, I can get into a lot of detail, but I don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, <laughs> but, but folks who want to apply should talk with their local lender, uh, the program has been extended till August 8th. I know there's discussions in D.C. currently about an additional stimulus package uh, that we may see by the end of July or the 1st of August. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Paycheck Protection Program uh, uh, were to have some additional revisions or changes or eligibilities uh, opened up. So that's available, and I would encourage folks to talk to their to their banking relationship about that. Chris, let's talk about the Chamber's relationship with Springfield Sangman Growth Alliance. Uh, that's a public-private, of course, EDC Economic Development. How's all this affecting job creation and attraction efforts? Yeah, no, great question. Before we wrap up the last one, let me just say 
Uh, again, regarding the different funding programs, there are a couple, several others I didn't mention, but the links and all of the information can be found on our website. So I really want to encourage folks who are struggling in that area to, to go to that link uh, of funding opportunities. Uh, the Growth Alliance. First of all, let me start by saying um, Ryan McCready. I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to Ryan. He's the new president and CEO of uh, the Springfield Sangamon Growth Alliance. He is the right guy for the job. Uh, he is an impressive guy who brings with him a mix of public and private sector experience, uh, having been county administrator here in Sangamon County years ago, uh, city manager over in Decatur, uh, led the EDC in Decatur, has worked with uh, international companies, and uh, Ryan is the right guy. I, I tell you, the EDC got it right in bringing him in. Uh, our relationship with them is, it, for example, Ryan and I touch base at least once a week just to see if there's ways that we as the chamber can support their efforts. And that's really the, the way our relationship at this point uh, is working, and I expect it only to, to, uh, to grow. But we see ourselves uh, in a supporting role of the work that the EDC is doing um, yeah, whether it be community marketing efforts, whether it's helping show somebody around the community, whatever we can do that they need us to do to support their efforts, we uh, we uh, are doing those things. On the issue of job creation and attraction efforts, obviously with COVID-19, uh, those efforts are seriously impacted. And we don't have the best uh, business climate in our state, but we didn't have the best climate in our state going into COVID-19 and now you know, it's uh, substantially worse, as it is across the country. So, uh, but I know with Ryan's leadership and his team, um, as things continue to open back up, uh, I, I think they're going to do a fantastic job for our community and our region. Yeah, only about three minutes left here, and I wanted to okay. ask you a little bit about the masks, you know, the, about about coming in uh, yeah. with the business. You guys jumped onto that. You know, uh, obviously, as a, you know, with the governor's speech yesterday, too, and more, it looks like, you know, masks are going to be the way to get us out of this COVID-19 uh, thing, and you guys jumped on that. Yeah, I'm certainly no expert or epidemiologist, but uh, uh, under the leadership of the Illinois Manufacturing Association, Mark Densler reached out to me to see if we wanted to be a part of that, and we said certainly. Uh, we want to do everything we can to encourage our not only our member businesses, but our community at large to uh, follow all of the guidance, to do everything we can to practice the best procedures, including mask wearing. Uh, they're, they're there to, uh, you know, it's going to be the best way for us moving forward until there's a vaccine to, uh, to do all we can to save, you know, save lives, to protect the state's economy, uh, to protect one another and to protect our, our businesses. Yeah, we want to talk about the Chamber Cup Challenge. How is that going August 13th? Yeah, we uh, we have our golf outing. Uh, we moved. It was supposed to be earlier in the summer. We moved it back to August. Uh, we're doing it two days so that we don't have too many people together at one time. Uh, but uh, as of the uh, the end of last week, um, it's full. <laughs> we oh, don't nice. have a spot open for anybody else. Uh, however, if anybody, uh, if a business is interested in entering a team. They can contact our office. We are putting together a waiting list, and should we have any cancellations, then those on the waiting list will be uh, will be entered into uh, into the outing. Chris, as always, we greatly appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Good to talk to you. Thanks. You bet. Talk to you later, Chris Embro, the president and CEO of the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce. I'm